WillCon, September 28th at the Southside Mall in South Williamson, Kentucky, featuring special guest Christine Thompson, lead writer of Destiny 2 and Star Trek Online. Come out for a day of creativity, celebrating all things pop culture, video games, board and card games, cosplay, comics, and a host of other media and art. That's September 28th at the Southside Mall, South Williamson, Kentucky. of the Roundtable, a podcast on a quest for quality pop culture. I'm Jamie. And I'm Dwayne. And I'm Sammy. And you're back once again to listen to us on our world famous, maybe soon to be world famous, nerd news. And I had kind of despaired this week. We had that episode nine trailer sitting there on the notes all week long by itself. Yeah. <laughs> all alone. Yeah, I was getting a little nervous we wouldn't have enough for an episode this week, and then uh, Warner Brothers helped us out. Yay! <laughs> but Star Wars Episode Nine is going to have to wait. Dwayne, what? Well, Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Bad Boys for Life. What yeah. you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do when they come looking for you? I don't know how this happened, but this thing had slipped by me. I didn't know it was a thing until I saw it on our outline. I'm like, is this real? So I went, so I went and watched the trailer, and I was like, okay, this is real. And, you know, the thing about bad boys is they're not great movies. They are <laughs> what they are, but it is a guilty pleasure of mine. I've always been a fan of those two movies, and they're just tons of fun. And the second one, and if you haven't seen Bad Boys 2, Jamie – I've seen Bad Boys 2. Sammy, have you seen Bad Boys 2? I've seen Bad Boys 1 and 2. <laughs> well, no, Jamie, you let me down there. I was expecting the Nick Frost but my, from my, the... my British accent is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, see Bad Boys 2. <laughs> we'll see Bad Boys 2. You've not seen Bad Boys 2, have you? Uh, yeah, from uh, from our beloved Hot Fuzz there. That's right. But, yeah, uh, so I, I'm expecting this is just going to continue to take the stuff and just go over the top. Well, the the, the 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 moment in the trailer that told me that this this has got a chance to actually be a lot of fun is when they're doing this. Because in the early movies, everything's like super dramatic, slow-mo. Like, they're getting mm -hmm. out of cars. There's weird camera angles make it super dramatic. So they do it with Will Smith getting out of the car. I'm like, oh, they remember. It's going to be, yeah. though. And then Martin Lawrence slams the thing into the into the, the fire hydrant. I'm like, <laughs> they know, they get it. They they know what they know what they're doing. They, they know, know what kind they of movie. Know who they are. Yeah. I'm like, know, you know, they're the be. age now. They're the age now where getting out of the car is in slow motion. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then straightening up is awesome. <laughs> what were you saying? I think the, the the really good thing with this is, I mean, even from the trailer, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence still have that chemistry they still play well off each other the wisecracks you know along with the, the heavy action and the explosions i mean it's going to be fun no matter what you know 
And I, but I need Martin Lawrence to say at least one point in the movie he's too old for this stuff. Because <laughs> I'm definitely getting a Riggs and Berthal vibe off of the interactions <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So that was my mention for that. And I'm definitely, that's going to be something on my radar and probably a guilty cinema pleasure for yeah, me. I love, I love those movies. Just for, they know what they are, they own it, and they just do it. And you know, the, the thing is, though, I think as watching the trailer, it does have a feel of finality to it. It's like, okay, let's come back together one more time. Let's do this. But you know what, guys? There's another movie that's kind of has a finality feel to it, doesn't it? Yes. Very good. Uh, very good there. Uh, I'm working Star on this. Wars I'm working episode on this. Nine. <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, the trailer dropped probably hours after we recorded our last news episode. <laughs> yeah, that timing was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, that, that'll happen sometimes, especially with D23 and Disney toying around with some things. But, you know, uh, the, the much hyped, um, much worried about, uh, as far as I go, is Star Wars Saga uh, that we're coming to the close with. Uh, Episode 9, bringing all nine movies to a close. As we see in the trailer, it starts with these montages almost like a Rocky. Mm-hmm. All these different clips bringing up to the trailer. All right, but yep. let me ask you this. Why didn't they do it in order? Starting <laughs> in episode 1, it's they an to... OT, prequel, sequel. Because they were to remind us, like, hey, these are movies you like. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they kind of oh, stuck with the release uh, timing on those, didn't they? Because you had the originals first, then it kind of hit the prequels a little bit. And then you and know, there was zero seconds of Solo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know, and here, here's the funny thing. Here's my nerdy comment. Everything was in order except for Boba Fett. That was a Return of the Jedi scene thrown in the middle of all the Empire montage. Uh, yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> and that's the one I complain about when the site's on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, as much as we enjoy seeing our classic original trilogy uh, prequel and sequel, you know, the two movies we have so far, we got some new footage. And it looks very yes. interesting. Well, before we get to that, I was a little disappointed in the way they structured that. This wasn't much of a trailer. It was no. like, hey, remember movies you like? Here's like 15 seconds of new stuff. <laughs> and and this, of course, is still Star Wars marketing in the Disney era where you have the very scant mm-hmm. teaser. Then you have yeah. a little teeny tiny bit more of a teaser. And then you have, you know, coming up here in October with, with the Monday Night Football, I expect we will get the full, like a two to three minute trailer drop along with ticket sales going live. Um, that being probably the only football game I watched during the year. I was giving away <laughs> the football joke. <laughs> you stole the, my the thunder. Old, I was free. <laughs> oh, honey, I own it I and rock it. Ponds, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my refresh button is almost worn out by the time <laughs> halftime is over. <laughs> our ticket sells up. Our ticket sells up. Our ticket sells up. Our ticket sells up. Now I'll tell you, last uh, the last Jedi ticket sales actually went live about 45 minutes at the theater that I purchased them from before halftime. So I was so happy. <laughs> oh, cool. So in that 15 seconds though that we get new footage. <laughs> 
They packed a lot in. No R2. No, no R2. CC3PO? We got 3PO that needs a little bit of Visine. Yep, got we, to get uh, the red out. Yep, that looked uh, a little odd. There's we a lot our, of red in that trailer. Yes. We um, have a fifth, Poe and Ray. Yeah, we see them together, finally. You get a switchblade lightsaber. That, yeah, I want to yeah. say that a little bit. Speaking of a lot of red in there. Oh, wait, Dwayne, I did think about you because I know how much you love space battles. So seeing an armada of Star Destroyers like that, how did you I, feel? I almost come out of my chair. I almost, <laughs> I almost came out of the chair when I seen the, the Rebel ships just massive. And then you turn and you see the mass of Star Destroyers. Like, <gasps> I had a, I had a, I had a very different reaction. I saw, I saw them wingtip to wingtip, wingtip to wingtip, and thought, "Well, that's dumb. That'd be easy to destroy them all. <laughs> that's terrible yeah. strategy." Well, well now, someone did, uh, someone did post or, or, or share somewhere, you know, that it doesn't necessarily look like a battle. It looks more like a parking formation. You know, they're just they're just okay. kind of they're just kind of dramatic parts. <laughs> and uh, you know, so are they massed around the home planet, like you know, just for a gathering, or what's going on there? You know, but oh, like we're so getting another blockade. It is all wingtip to wingtip. You know, it's kind of kind of strange. But yeah, the the big kick for the trailer though is Ray with the uh, with the double blade um, butterfly knife ish staff top of red bladed saber at the end. I well, don't I did that for a second. Well, I saw a fantastic meme that says you shall now be called Darth Radar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I shared that it had the uh, the radar background and as the as the blade was yes. coming around. <laughs> it was great. Um, I've got two words for you. Force vision. Yep. Yeah, that's that's, that's a that's a JJ Abrams force vision uh, is is what that is. I think at some point in the movie she's going to be tempted. I think uh, she's going to be uh, you know, have have to have a choice to make. She's going to have a confrontation with someone, possibly the emperor, and he's going to invade her mind and show her what could be. You or know what I thought. Force gave. Yep. Well, that's what yep. I was thinking. That's where my mind went. Was your failure at the cave? And I thought, oh, Ray's going to have her moment in the cave. Yeah, I, yeah, I hadn't know. thought about that version of it right now, but uh, yeah, this is reportedly is starting out with a lot of training from her, from a beloved character. Uh, so Billy D. So Billy D is. Can teach her how to wear a cape. He's going to be in a backpack <laughs> on her back. <laughs> Flip, flip, flip over that log. We're gonna go to some four forty-five. <laughs> no, not the Seven Eleven. The marathon. You know, though, I think Palpatine's narration does give an ominous tone because I think you have to ask when he's talking: is he talking to Ray or Kylo? Mm -hmm. Who is he really talking to? And I think it leaves it open to interpretation. Well, I think we saw the the real climax of the movie there in a different part of that 15 seconds well, with uh, that really super dramatic um, lightsaber battle. We caught a glimpse of with Ray and Kylo fighting on that little rocky outcropping into that body of water. Yeah. 
I suspect now, that's that the real. Was that a rocky outcropping, or was that a nose of a Star Destroyer that crashed? Okay, I haven't watched this 37 times like you have. And so, <laughs> whatever you tell me it is, I'm going to believe. I've watched it like three times. Listen, so. it's not 37, it's 46, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. Yeah, but it, it looks to me like, uh, because uh, where this is happening, it's remnants of a Death Star. You know, they're, they're talking about, is it on the actual planet of Endor, or is it the forest moon where these things have crashed? Um, is it even possibly Yavin? The moon of Yavin, where they're, they're talking about the Death Star. I'm thinking it's going to be Endor. I'm thinking the Death Star is going to crash to just destroy the ecology on Endor. And uh, probably... Probably have you know Mr. Jamie's joy taking out the Ewoks in the extinction there, but uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of my thoughts on this one. I haven't heard anything, um, but I, that's I think it's going to be Death Star two. I think you're going to have a lot of the remnants from the indoor battle there that they're that they're working through, and I think there's going to be a nexus of dark side energy where the Emperor's spirit is still manifest in some way, shape, or form. And all of the teddy bears are Sith now. <laughs> <laughs> now I was thinking that I'll be fossils, so we'll, we'll see like e- Ewok fossils in the walls, and you know. <laughs> no, if all the Ewoks are fossils, they're going to be look like, or, or if all the Ewoks are Sith, they're going to look like the Five Nights of Freddy crew. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 epic lightsaber battle when Ray has to wipe out a whole tribe of Ewoks. How awesome would that be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know this this movie is you know I'm I'm still kind of bummed about the title Rise of Skywalker doesn't really thrill me doesn't really inspire a lot of confidence there of course it is Star Wars so I will be there opening weekend uh, I'm just well, just gonna have to hold my breath and see guys well I've got a I've got a theory about the title now I, I think I think it's JJ um, slightly subtly. Um, Given a one finger salute to Ryan Johnson. Oh yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, Ray's not a Skywalker. Guess what? She's a Skywalker. She's rising up. You know. So I, yeah. I, I think a lot of this movie is going to be that. I think a lot of this movie is going to be him saying, "Hey, you know, you thought she was going to change this up. You thought we was going to change this around. We'll just go right back to it." What, what the, I've the, heard that this we could saw. possibly even be a three hour. Yeah, I've heard rumors about. I've heard it. Yeah, it's going to be a long cut, so I'm I'm kind of worried about that. Star Wars, you know, with uh, the Last Jedi being two and a half, Star Wars works best right at that two hour, faster, more intense. Well, I I I think we're going to get a lot of that. Like, hey, Ryan Johnson, you know, you messed up because like the very first image I remember seeing of anything from this movie was Kylo Ren putting that mask back together. Yeah, yeah, super glue. Yeah, I took I took that as like a like a like a hint, like hey, we're undoing a whole bunch of stuff from the last Jedi. Yeah. So you know that's that's just something we're just gonna have to hang out and, and look for. So we'll keep you guys appraised of any more episode nine news as it comes. Uh, but there was another trailer with another um, sort of masked person that got a lot of attention. Yes, even a standing ovation at its premiere. And this movie is kind of, I was kind of on the fence about, but it's kind of piquing my interest more and more I see of it. Uh, but the Joker. Yeah. You know, this this trailer was very different, this new trailer. Uh, you know, you've got no Jimmy Durante singing Smile. 
you know, none of that's there. This is a much darker trailer, much more atmospheric, um, you know, definitely a feel of more of the psychological disorder that, that becomes, that is the Joker as mm -hmm. Arthur becomes the Joker. So. Yeah. I, as I watched the new trailer, I found myself both more intrigued and more confused. <laughs> like, I don't know really what this movie is. I think yeah. I want to see it, but I'm not sure what I'm going to see. Exactly. And how appropriate, how apt is that for a character like the Joker? You know, love Michael Caine's quote, because no one, I think, truly understands the Joker. Uh, he's just chaos. He's anarchy. You know, some men, there's no reason. Some men, they just want to watch the world burn. You know, and it's, it's almost like, you know, you take falling down and split and, and, and run them together. That's kind of what this felt like, is that somebody who just has that one bad day and just completely, you know, the cheese slides off the cracker. <laughs> In a big bad way. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about falling down in probably a decade. That's, that's a that's a good movie. I'm, that was a good that was a good callback for you, Sammy. I'm proud of you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's that's a great link there, uh, and uh, the, the psychotic break. You know, yeah, that, that and you know, and I think it is at least reassuring because, like I said, uh, this the film itself actually has already premiered at the Venice Film Festival, mm -hmm. and at the end of the film, the audience stood up. And they clapped. It got an eight-minute standing ovation, oh, according wow. to reports. So, you know, whether it's just Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal and how he looks at it, you know, I think it'll be a lot deeper than maybe just this is the Joker in Gotham City. Okay. And Joaquin, I mean, he is such, I think he's one of our greatest untapped you know, I don't think people really realize his potential yet. Uh, I know he's done the thing where everybody thought he went kind of off the deep end there a few <laughs> years back, but that was actually a uh, that was actually orchestrated. He actually went into character and stayed there for a year. Anytime he was remotely near public, he stayed in that character just to, to see what people would do, and they recorded it and. Uh, and that was just an acting exercise, you know, see, see where he could go there. Right. But a lot of people really thought that he really did snap and go crazy. But, I thought he was crazy. Yeah, he <laughs> really, you know, he really is one of these guys who just morph into what he's doing. Yeah, he, he, he's kind of that method actor that when he's in that zone, he is that character and he doesn't come out of that zone. Um, did you guys notice maybe the little quick nod to Nolan's Dark Knight? in the trailer when the clown mask is thrown in, into the trash can yes, as he's I walking did off. See, yeah, I did see that, uh, calling back to, uh, you know, yeah, like the, Nolan's the dark Knight, where they're, uh, yeah. got the masks robbing the bank, mm -hmm. which actually goes back to Batman 66. Uh, when Cesar Romero's Joker is, is doing Puccini and, you know, pulls the mask off the clown mask off on, on the television program. So, Sam with the deep cut. Man. Lots of nods, lots of nods. <laughs> and speaking of people not being thrilled with clowns, um, that's probably just me. I don't, I don't, I'm not fond of clowns. <laughs> but it's not just me. Um, apparently, there's a new Birds of Prey trailer. Sammy, what you tell us about it? 
so, you know, obviously, like I said, Joker gets an eight minute standing O, but then we get this interesting little uh, teaser for Birds of Prey. And uh, if you haven't seen it, it, it opens with the Warner Brothers logo. Red blooms are starting to rise. And right now, obviously, anytime we see red blooms, we're thinking Pennywise. We're thinking it, right? And then all of a sudden, Harley comes through the middle of all these blooms with her hammer, knocks them all out of the way, and just says, am I the only one that's freaking tired of clowns? <laughs> <laughs> And that's really the extent of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but but it just goes back to her character. You know, we've talked about the subtitle, The Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. So I got a feeling this is her getting tired of the Joker, whatever's happened between Suicide Squad and now, you know, between Leto's Joker breaking her out, you know, and, and now something's went on. She's tired of the Joker and it's it's moving on. So, <laughs> well, see, I was one of probably five weirdos that read the novelization to the Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which, and I, in my defense, I had a good reason. I'd heard that they'd cut a whole like couple of storylines out of the movie, and I was curious what they were. Yeah, I heard that. So, yeah, and one of those storylines is is that Harley Quinn made a hard break with the Joker in that movie, and they cut all of that out. And so I'm wondering if they're taking that storyline that got lost from the Suicide Squad and are weaving it into the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, and so, yeah, I couldn't find the, the trailer Sammy was talking about. I couldn't find. Um, and I would love to see it because Margaret Robbie's performance as, as Harley is great. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping they play that out in that movie. That really, like you're talking about, that break from the Joker. I hope right. that is the case. I would love to see that. And now Margaret Robbie, she's really impressed me in quite a few things I've seen her in. She's a lot more than just a pretty face. You know, she's really dove deep into a few roles. And her madness as as Harley is really, really out there. You know, I think it's going to be interesting, though, pairing her against Ewan McGregor playing, you know, the Black Mask in this movie. So I don't know if he's considered the antagonist and, you know, the birds of prey are kind of more kind of going against him. I don't mm-hmm. know. But the fact that McGregor's in there, the fact that he's playing black mask, this gangster type of character, you know, there's a good possibility. It's going to be really quick back and forth, very interesting dialogue. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. See, I'm, lost. I'm, I'm lost with all of that. Cause I, I've read a lot more Marvel than DC and I've read my I've read a, a good chunk of Suicide Squad. I don't think I've read a single page of Birds of Prey. I don't know who these people are. No. <laughs> so yeah, so having Harley Quinn in there is like a comfort level for me. Like I know who some of the, I know who one of these people are. Like I that's terrible English, but I, I know who like one of these characters is. Right. I kind of know who the Huntress is. You just said the phrase black mask. I don't have a clue. So I think. <laughs> So I think I think for like having Harley Quinn in this movie, I mean, probably it's going to help a lot of people. I mean, put a lot of people mm-hmm. in seats and, and make us, you know, we've got an in. I mean, having Harley there like you yeah. know connects us in a way that we wouldn't if it was just the Birds of Prey and Black Mask. I mean, I would just shrug. I wouldn't know what was going on. I agree. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, speaking of Suicide Squad and uh, Margot Robbie, uh, Sam, one of your. Uh, Doctors, yes, is uh, joining the cast here. 
Yes, Peter Capaldi, Doctor Number Twelve, uh, has now joined the growing who have been reportedly cast, but no specific roles given. So. Yeah, I was just scrolling through there because I was like, okay, I wonder what he's going to be doing. And I'm looking here, and you have Peter Capaldi. He's in Untold. You have a John Cena, rumored to be Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Nathan Fillion. I saw that. Uh, yes. And and Jamie also Idris Elba in an untitled yes. role here. So uh, also guys Taika Waititi mm-hmm. is going to be here. So there's it's get pretty weird, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you definitely. Those, you know Taika's kind of an out there guy. Uh, uh, love Nathan's sense of humor and just his screen presence is just gorgeous. But you know it's kind of an eclectic group. And uh, you know I mean. Capaldi plays has played numerous roles. I mean, he's one of these actors that truly has played a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, some of his early TV work was things like I, Claudius. Uh, he got really famous for a show called uh, The Thick of It, where he plays this really foul-mouthed business kind of guy. I've not watched a lot of it. Um, but then, you know, he really came into the public eye for everybody playing, you know, the 12th Doctor. Now I was you know, going to say I was going to say coming into the public eye with everybody. I thought he was going that you were going to mention the movie Paddington where he plays. I was going to say he was in Paddington one and two, <laughs> and he was great in Paddington. I love Paddington. Uh, both of them were great, and then he was even in World War Z. And you mentioned World War Z a while back. Yeah. Um, so he was in World War Z uh, even before he was was well. I think he was cast as the Doctor during that time, but couldn't really tell anyone. Um, but he did play a doctor for the World Health Organization, the WHO, in that movie. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think it was a little nod, maybe. But I think it's cool. It's cool. It's going to be. See, I, I like when the Suicide Squad is weird. Um, yeah. I, li- I like when they've got Yo-Yo and King Shark on the team. I, mean, I, I like when it's weird. And so... I, it feels like they're leaning into the weird. I guess if you have J- James Gunn direct your movie, you're going to lean into the weird. But yeah. So so, but it's got me like curious. Like, who? What weirdo could Nathan Fillion be playing? You know, it's got me you know wondering, curious. So, I'm I'm, I'm excited about it. And I enjoyed the first movie. I know I know it wasn't beloved. The flaws were clearly evident. I mean, it was not a perfect movie. Um, it wasn't even edited all that well. But mm-hmm. uh, but it was a lot of fun. And there was a lot of characters in there you could really grow attached to. Um, there was a lot going on. Yeah, there was a lot going on. I tried to watch it three times, and I, yeah, there was a lot going on. But you know, I did, it, just, it just dawned on me. There's a name missing from that cast. It just dawned on me. Will Smith is not listed there. No, he will not be back as Deadshot. Is Idris Elba going to be Deadshot then? Well, they've not said. There's been talk about maybe he will be Deadshot, or maybe he will be a different character. So, Dwayne, what were you going to say, bud? Oh, I was I was going to say I had heard that rumor that he was that that's the role he was taking was was Deadshot, but it was no more than just a just a brief, you know, couple lines. I I love Will Smith, but I think Idris Elba went even better Deadshot than Will Smith was. I think he's he's more like suited to the role. Yeah, he brings an intensity I don't think Will Smith could. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. But Mike, Mike Lowry's plenty intense. 
I don't know. At, at the end, when uh, Will Smith is describing, you know, the Pythagorean theorem to his daughter by using the idea of a bullet traveling, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> As the hypotenuse. Well, you know, speaking of all these famous names and stuff we know, here's a name I am, am completely clueless on. Uh, it's on our list here. Jojo Rabbit. Now you were talking. You were talking about Taika Waititi. This is a Taika Waititi movie. Oh, okay. okay. And Taika, even he's right. He's he's the screenwriter. He's the director, and he has a very interesting role in this movie. <laughs> so, if you have no idea what Jojo Rabbit is, this is a satirical look at the Nazi Party of World War II. Okay, this takes place within the Hitler Youth. <laughs> okay, I'm reading the. Uh, okay, just just for anybody, for I'm it. reading. I'm reading the uh, IMDb synopsis now. Go for and it. I don't know if I don't know if on the Skype you can see my jaw dropping. Uh, a young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother <laughs> is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. Very well, you haven't gotten to the best part yet. The best part is that Taika Waititi is playing this kid's imaginary best friend who is an imaginary Adolf Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> he is an imaginary Hitler, yes. Who, is, who at one point in the trailer is skipping through the forest. Oh, yep. now hold on a second. Now this is looking. Taika Waititi is Hitler. Okay. Sam Rockwell. Okay. Sam Rockwell's I'm, I'm, in it. Sam, Sam Rockwell's in it. I'm, I'm Rebel seen. Wilson's in it. I don't. I don't care about anybody else. Sam Rockwell's in it. I'm sick. Scarjo's in it. I'm in. So. It's a weird it, fucking move, though. It really it's going to is. be very satirical. It's going to be, and and the fact that there's one scene in the trailer where this little boy who wants to be, truly wants to be a Nazi, and he's trying to fit in with all of this. And after he discovers this girl that his mom's hiding, you know, he's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then they're trying, they're arguing over what to do. And, and Taika Waititi's Hitler goes, burn down the house and blame Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is something I'm going to have to say. <laughs> we will never get it in our area. <laughs> Here's Marshall Jojo. You're a top man. Prepare to leave the house. Today you boys will be involved in such activities as war games, <laughs> ambush techniques, Zim blowing stuff up. I don't think I can do this. Russ? Of course you can. comes to... When I was your age, I had an imaginary friend. Got me in so much trouble. Kids, it's time to burn some books! Yeah! You're growing up too fast. Ten-year-olds shouldn't be celebrating war and talking politics. Hi, Hitler. I wish more of our young boys had your blind fanaticism. <laughs> Did you know Jews can read each other's minds? But how would you know if you saw one? You look just like us. Hi. You know what I am? See? A Jew. Gesundheit. Sheesh. That was intense. What am I going to do? No idea. Got it. I've negotiated. Burn down the house and blame Winston Churchill. 
or negotiate. If I tell on you, you'll be in big trouble. They'll never win. Love is the strongest thing in the world. Your mother took me in. She's kind. She treats me like a person. You two seem to be getting on well. She doesn't seem like a bad person. I'm the enemy. You're not a Nazi, Jojo. You're a ten-year-old kid who likes dressing up in a funny uniform and wants to be part of a club. God. Nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah, I know. It's definitely not a good time to be a Nazi. Yeah, and I, there's a uh, there's an independent theater in Asheville that I really like, and I may try to time one of me and my wife's weekend getaways in Asheville for a week, just things out. Yeah. <laughs> try to catch it there. But. Yeah, this is definitely going to have to be be something to to see. But you know, speaking and, of uh, World War Two, and uh, go ahead, Jamie. I, I was trying to do a segue too. Go ahead. <laughs> well, 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 speaking of uh, of World War II and things going on there, uh, we have some news on the Disney Plus front with one agent, Peggy Carter. Yes. So they did a really dirty thing. Disney yeah. was not cool with this. Because uh, you, you see an, a, a phenomenal picture of Haley Atwell with the shield. Cool looking shield too. With cool Union Jack, shield. with with the red, white, and blue circular stripes, and the Union Jack right in the middle where the star would be for Captain America. Yeah, killer looking shield. She's just sitting there, just like, yeah, come and get it, guys. And but... then we find out that this is <laughs> not live action. No. <sighs> Gonna it be on the animated. animated What If show. It's one of the What If episodes on Disney Plus, and those are yeah. all animated. Yeah. Now that okay. now her, I know they've done the, the the Agent Carter with you know series, but uh, that would be a much a, a much worthy and show I will, resurrect. And I I've just started going back and watching the Agent Carter series. I didn't catch it when it before it got canceled, and um. It's pretty fun. I, I'm enjoying it. I did not oh. miss an episode of Agent Carter. Yeah. Peggy, um, Haley Atwell was one of my favorite parts of Captain America, so I was not missing Agent Carter. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. She really brought some attitude uh, you know, to, to Mr. Rogers there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but what if, if there – there was a lot of leaked images, though. There have been some leaked images from this, this animated show. Um, mm-hmm. Agent Carter was – or Captain Carter, as they're calling her in this one, is one where, where Peggy becomes Captain America. Uh, Marvel Zombies, they're looking at doing a what if with Marvel Zombies. Uh, a situation where T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. Uh, so that was something that that was in one of these leaked kind of animation steals. Um, and even within the Captain Carter, Steve's there, but he's kind of an Iron Man type of character. Okay, uh, I've got based on what I'd seen. Okay, I've got a I've got another question for you. I didn't see any of the, any of the images. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Captain Carter has only appeared, to my knowledge so far, has appeared in the comic books in the Exile series, which is a yes. multiverse type series. Um, she had a sidekick named Becky Barnes. Hmm. Um, I think I liked Becky as much, if not even more than Captain Peggy Carter. Is right. was Be- was Becky Barnes anywhere? In there? I didn't notice in the picture that there was just one photo from okay. an animation steal. Uh, from each one of those show- okay. shows. Uh, but they did say the watcher will be the narrator. Oh, so, okay. so, and uh, Jeffrey Wright will be. Oh, nice. So you broke up there just a little bit, Sam. So Jeffrey Wright will be voicing. Yes. The watcher. Yeah. He'll be voicing yeah. the watcher. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the what if series I've always, uh, wasn't huge into comics. I would pick them up occasionally, but the what if series was something I always gravitated toward just for the imagination of it. And yes. uh, you know, just, just something crazy. When, you know, and that's actually the first appearance of Jane Foster as Thor, you know, which really? is going to end up being Thor love and thunder. The first time they did that was in a, what if, what if Jane Foster had found the hammer of Thor? It's like issue 10 of the first series. Wow. Um, I didn't so know that. it's, yeah, and it has an homage cover back to Journey into Mystery 83. So, you know, What If did a lot. Even, uh, what was it? Was it Spider-Girl that was introduced in a, in a What If? Mae Parker as Spider-Girl? I think so. I think that yeah. was a What If, so. Yeah, they did, they did quite a bit with Spider-Man. Speaking of which, um, this is a complete curveball, and then we can move on. Um, I recently read a, a new Spider-Verse series that Marvel put out. And I've mm-hmm. got uh, two new favorite spider people. Um, there's Spider's Man. And mm-hmm. It's a part of the multiverse where Peter Parker fell into a vat, a whole vat of radioactive spiders who ate, <laughs> who ate Peter Parker and got confused and formed themselves into the shape of Peter Parker. And so it's a hive mind group of radioactive spiders that think they're Peter Parker. Yes. So the Spider's Man. And then there's Spider-Man, where Aunt May got bitten by the spider. Oh, gosh. And, they, and it's <laughs> and so she is Spider-Man. And those are two of my new favorite spider people. So. One of those is really creepy, and one of those is absurd. <laughs> and I'm going to at least leave your imagination to whichever one is which. Hey, Spider's my- man, when, when, Spider's, when Spider-Man thwips, he's not shooting webbing. He... Some of the spiders are coming out of his body and grabbing things, and he's pulling himself by spiders as he swings <laughs> through the city. Spiders, man. It's, oh. it's interesting. Very. See, just, my just favorite the Spider-Verse. Down. There you go. My favorite <laughs> Spider-Verse character is Spider-Punk. Yeah, I like Spider-Punk, too. I like Spider-Punk. So, I mean, him and his electric guitar and his Spock's you know, Spike Mohawk on his, his uh, mask. Yep. And the bat. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think we I think I made it nerdy this time. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got we've got Dwayne yawning again. We're talking about comic books. Dwayne's yawning again. So yeah. um we were slightly disappointed with the, the Captain Carter news that it wasn't yes. live actions animated. So speaking of things I'm usually disappointed with, let's get our report from last last time's Trelawney time. I never do well. I'm always disappointed. Dad, what time is it? It's Trelawney time. It's Trelawney time. It's Trelawney time. It's Trelawney time. 
make a prediction. Baby, don't you whine. It's from out of time. It's from out of time. How bad was the news? Will, um, last week we reviewed Banana Splits movie. Um, Jamie had predicted this thing at 34%. Sam at 58 Myself at 55%. And Sam, you are the closest. This thing is a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Wow. Certified <laughs> fresh. So, Jamie, if we double your score, you're almost there. <laughs> That's insane. I may have to actually watch this thing now. <laughs> so, 70%. I was not expecting this thing to come anywhere near there. Um, I was I afraid I was, I was too there. high. Yeah, I thought I was being generous with 55. I just thought Sam was out of his mind. <laughs> I thought I, I was be I thought I was being kind at 34. It's yeah. the it's the kitschiness of it. It that's what it wow. is. It's it's it's, 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 it's got to be something. It just has to know what it is, you know, and right. it just has to own it. I guess is is all it could do. But yes, yeah, 70% on the uh, rotten tomato. I have to watch it now. So that is unbelievable right there so jamie i'm gonna go ahead and, and just for kindness double your score and uh, <laughs> you get a little bit closer there <laughs> oh, but, uh, you're, that's you're pulling what... mcgonagall there <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have 400 points to uh house house you get uh, <laughs> hufflepuff i'm a hufflepuff you're a hufflepuff that's right we're proud <laughs> All right, so now we are talking a, a, another movie uh, that, that kind of is is it necessary, guys? Is 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 this something that we need to have? I've heard Mr. good Love things. Necessary movies. I, I have heard good things about the trailer. Rambo, Last Blood. Okay, it depends on which trailer you see. I think the first trailer is pretty unimpressive. Yeah. Um, trailer number two. I think that's two, the one I've seen because the yeah. one I've seen was not impressive. But I've been hearing people good things. The second trailer I think came out in the last few days, and I was more impressed with the second one than the first one. And mm. I'm still probably just in red box territory, if even that on the on this one. But I, the second trailer kind of peaked majors a little bit. Um, I'm more willing to watch it now. Well, that's a ringing endorsement, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I would possibly watch this. I might watch this. Well, this is this is probably going to be a Netflix once my queue's empty. Does your queue ever get empty? I've got like a hundred <laughs> things in mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. Now I grew up on Stallone, though. I mean, I was a. I mean, I was a probably watching movies when I was too young, but my my dad loved. You know those top action movies. We watched a yeah. lot of Schwarzenegger. Well, when you, when you have Stallone, Charles Bronson. You, have, you know, you you look at the Rocky. Uh, you know, the, the first one was a very intense, you know, drama character story. Then it turned into an action, kind of a boxing thing. Uh, then you have Rambo, which just kind of morphed into this craziness. Um, I made it to Rambo three and then signed out. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't watch back. the reboot. Oh, it wasn't uh, really a reboot, was it? That came out of several uh, well, years. No, he, they did a they did a Rambo and then a John Rambo, didn't they? 
I don't remember I the name of it. Remember. I remember yeah. it came out, and obviously we were also intrigued. We can't remember the name of the movie, but exactly. Uh, so yeah, so like I said, I checked out after Rambo three, but I mean Stallone, you've had movies, you know, Cobra. Yeah. Cool. Just just for what it is just that. 80s oh great! Show. That was not the adjective I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you look, it's it's an eighty seven minute action movie. <laughs> So how much acting is there going to be in this thing? You know, and the, over the, what's the the arm wrestling over the top? Over the top. He's, he's driving the rig, and so you know, Stallone has had some interesting choices. And then don't but, forget Rhinestone. What? what Rhinestone with Dolly Parton. <laughs> I remember. That. I don't even remember that one. I may have oh, walked yeah. that memory out. He 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 is country a- music singer. <laughs> I I don't even I I don't know that I want to know that that thing exists. That's not like a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, you have Stallone from New York being an inspiring country music singer. Very strange movie. I mean, he barely speaks English, let alone sings it. I mean, I mean that's I mean, Tarantino weird. Yeah, yeah, I mean Stallone has <laughs> his strength. He does. Um, enunciation is not one of them. I mean. <laughs> My significant other watches this movie at least once a year and loves it. <laughs> have to have a talk with her. <laughs> That's probably the most surprising detail you've told you shared with us about her. <laughs> yeah, she um, loves Dolly Parton, so Well, Dolly Dolly is amazing in in about anything. And uh, just just as a person, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here we're to talk here about to the about greatness of Dolly. We're here to talk about Rambo Last Blood, because we'll, when they, we'll, when we'll they go after the five reboot later, when they go after him in the first movie, and in his commander saying, "What's what's the deal?" And he says, "They drew first blood. So now, who's going to draw last blood, guys? What are we what are we predicting as we cast our minds into the future? Are you using?" I just want to know who's using tea leaves and who has the who has the gazing ball. Well, I've got my Trelawney pop here. I love that. <laughs> and, by the way, she believes it's going to be a thirty-two percenter. Thirty-two hmm. percent. Thirty-two for Sammy. Okay, so I was super low last time, and Sammy went high. So I think I'm gonna flip this time. So Sammy went low, and I'm gonna go high this time. I'm going. 61 percent okay one for jamie okay 32 for so so it'll be low because i'm always wrong (laughs) well i'm i'm going to go mm, i've got two numbers in mind i've got two numbers in mind here one of them is 47 and the other one is 27 27 27 um, on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. So, and this Rambo, movie comes out what? September 20th? 20th, I believe. I believe is yeah, the release yeah, date. So. Um, so as we run down that again, Rambo Last Blood. Jamie is predicting a 61%. Sam, 32%. And myself, a 27%. So we'll update you, ladies and gentlemen, on our I'm next I'm going to be right episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, even a broke clock's right twice a day. There we go. 
Well, gentlemen, that was the news. Any final words? Keep it nerdy. Graphically Novel. Three brothers tackle a different graphic novel each week. Listen as the brothers fugit to discuss classic and not-so-classic graphic novels. Subscribe now on your podcast feed of choice. Graphically Novel. Three brothers who like each other but love comics.